live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Noise Reduction, where we want to help you filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful in the financial world. My name is Nelson Negron, and I'm here with my wonderful wife once again. Rhiannon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I go by Rhi, but Re, yes. yes. Rhi. I do have a full name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. Yes. Well. Unless you're like Prince or Madonna. Huh. Or... Well, I'm in a full first name. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant like full. Most people just know me by Rhi, but yeah. Gotcha. Anyways. Alrighty. So, for those of you that this is your first time listening, welcome. Kick your feet up. Hope you enjoy what we have to say. Uh, episode 11 will kind of tie in to episode 10 a little bit, where we had our special guest, uh, Brittany Green from Advantage Business Coaching. Yeah, we're still talking about small businesses. Um, today, we're actually talking about four ways to invest in the success of your small business. So, Sounds good. I think so. So, I guess we should, probably shouldn't waste any more time. Probably not. Especially if they're not kicking their feet up while they're driving, we probably should hurry up. You know, I've never understood the whole putting your feet up on the dash if you're a passenger, because <laughs> that's really dangerous. We've had this conversation. Because yes, I, well, yeah. I, when we started dating, I liked putting my feet up on the dash until he told me I was going to eat my knees and break my legs. Right. I mean, if, yeah. If, you run, if, somebody, if somebody backs into, into, into us, because I would never rear end anyone. Mm. So if somebody backed into us, then you would end up eating your knees. And that's probably not a good thing. That is such a glass half empty attitude. So glass half full would be that... I'm relaxed, enjoying the ride, and nothing happens? I don't know. I don't trust other drivers out there. I mean, they they back up before you even know (laughs) it. Especially as many times as you've been hit. (laughs) So many accidents that aren't your fault. Yeah. Going along and boom. Okay. You know. It, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's the true reason why I don't put my knees or feet up there because you are an accident <laughs> magnet. But anyways. All right. So, so we're going to get back to topic. Yes. Yeah. Four ways to invest in the success of your small business. And we're not talking about investing like stocks or bonds, mutual funds, no. nothing like that. We're actually talking about things you can do as a small business owner to help your business be successful. Right. And so the number one is to develop personal characteristics that exhibit you and your business. Um, They actually did a study and it showed that successful small business owners typically have the same four traits. Okay. Do you know what those traits are? Well, are they the same ones you put down on the paper? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of you can read. I was curious if you actually knew any of those traits Uh, without cheating on the paper. Oh, off the top of my head? Off the top of your head. Well, I've already looked at the paper. (sighs) You cheated. Never mind. Well, I, I can say that having a positive attitude makes a lot of sense. And I would have thought that that would be one that you have to have a positive attitude because nobody wants to, you know, do business with Grumpy Dwarf. True. And it's number one. But on that subject, that means you can't have the the glass half empty attitude like putting your feet on the dash thing. I was just trying to be protective. (laughs) Protective, pessimistic, either way. You know, I like I like... (laughs) your face the way it is i don't i don't i don't want it to get damaged by your knees i appreciate that yeah, i well, do hey okay well as long as you appreciate my my hard work and 
the thoughtfulness <laughs> I put into things. So a positive attitude, that's the number one trait. Yes, nobody wants a grumpy dwarf. So uh, number two is they are committed to their effort. So commitment. You can't just stop when it gets tough because there's a lot of work in owning your own small business, a lot of hours, and you can't stop when you're tired. You have to stop when you're done. Well, and I think also it's important that if you're going to run a small business, if you're going to be a business owner, that your heart has to be into it. Um, and, and that's going to make it easier to be committed to your business because you're going to enjoy what you do. You're going to have a passion for it. And so when things do get tough and it doesn't seem like things are going the way you had expected them to, you're going to get up the next day, the next morning and be excited to go back to work because it's something you enjoy doing, something you have a passion about, passion about and you can, um, can put yourself into it a lot easier. All right. Cause it's not really work if you enjoy what you're doing. So. All right. So what's another characteristic? I am horrible at this one, but it's patience. I am not patient. I would like everything now that is why I'm like the Amazon Prime queen. It's because I want it in two days. But patience is important, apparently. <laughs> well, what do, what do they say? Um, every no is one step closer to a yes. Yeah, so I've never been a cold caller or a salesperson. I'm not saying I like that either. I'm just saying that that's what they say. Right. Whoever they is. Whoever that, they that's is. That's what they say. <laughs> those, those business coaches. The business the coaches. Business co- yeah. Yes. So if you didn't listen to episode 10, go back to, epi- go back to episode 10. Yes, lots of good information. Good information there. Um, and and uh, yeah, business coaches may say something like that. I don't know if she says something like that. but <laughs> Get I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting words in her mouth. There now. you go. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. But no, patience. Successful businesses don't happen overnight. It's going to be a lot of hard work. You know, there's just a lot more to it. Just because there's a show on HGTV or wherever else that makes it look easy, it's not. You have to have patience. Yeah, those walls never go up as easy as they make it sound. That's so make true. make it look. And we HGTV. know because we're building our own house ourselves. Right. What they show is not right. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, you know, you're looking at a piece of wood and you're like, oh, how did that end up that way? That wasn't what we were wanting to do. No, well, that's because we don't have a crew when the camera cuts to fix everything. Oh. So. Is that why, like, um, Property Brothers, what's his name? Who, with the long Jonathan? Hair? Or? Yeah, yeah, his hair always looks like it's never moved and it's in place, the perfect hair. Yeah. I, mm, okay. That's funny because we have a friend named Jonathan whose hair's like that. <laughs> It never moves. <laughs> That's that is funny. I didn't even think. I won't that. say his last name, but Jonathan, you know who you are. That's funny. He can kickbox, and his hair never moves. Uh, yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna have to go up. Next time we see my kickbox, I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna run my. I'm gonna mess r- his hair r- up. Him, yeah. Ugh, that's mean. Just so, just so we can say he actually messed up his hair. So our fourth, <laughs> our fourth trait is persistence. They are persistent. And I like how Thomas Edison says it. He says, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. And it's so true. Like how many times have people just thrown in the towel when they were right on the brink of success? So it's a good one. That is a good one. It's probably a lot better than the quote I was thinking of, but I'm going to keep the movie quotes to myself. No more movie quotes from you. (laughs) That's it. 
So those four <laughs> traits. So it's positive attitude, commitment, patience, and persistence. Those are the traits of a successful small business owner. I thought those yeah, were good. Well, yeah. I mean, think about Thomas Edison. If he would have given up the first time he tried to turn on a light and it didn't happen. That's true. We would be doing this podcast in the dark right now. We wouldn't even be able to record. Well, he didn't invent electricity. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lights in my timer there's lights everywhere i need i need those lights to record right but it would just be dark but then how would i know what time it is or be able to see my notes i couldn't record okay (laughs) so So number two (laughs) number our number two way to to invest in the success of your small business is what i'll give you this one oh oh hang on hold on let me grab my notes all right so develop a strategic business plan that clearly describes your business concept, your mission, and your philosophy of business. So a strategic business plan, which is back to that business coach, <laughs> literally. Yeah, business coach can definitely help you with number two, um, help you, you know, take the vision for your business and what you want to do and put that into a plan. And obviously you've heard us talk about plans a lot. Right. Um, and as a small business owner, you know, it's, it's definitely important not just to have a plan for your personal goals and your personal finances, but also your business as well. Yeah, and that document includes things like per- personal and corporate goals, and it sets out a specific timeline and strategy to achieve it. So it's pretty complicated. <laughs> I really would recommend getting somebody to help you. If that is your forte and you can do it, great. Just have one. So. Right. right. And, and, you know, I think you know a lot of people run into trouble with this because they have goals and they say okay I want my business to be here and and do this and be this big or this small or have this many employees or this many customers or make this much money but then they don't put a time frame on it mm. you know they don't say okay well by the end of this year I want to have X and by the end of five years, I want to have Y and by the end of 10 years, I want to have Z. So then you're pretty much just taking the accountability out of the equation. If you don't give yourself goals, timeline, Yeah, if you don't give yourself a timeline and, and, and say, I have to do it by this point, then, Oh, well I can do it next year or I can catch up this year. I can catch up the next year or the following year or, or whatever. And you just end up running into doing the same thing over and over and over again. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Isn't that how it goes? So to avoid insanity, make yourself a strategic business plan. I like that. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Maybe I should have been a business coach in my <laughs> Maybe. previous life or something. Maybe you should have been. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, So number three. You can have this one. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to develop an organizational structure that will encourage people to be their best and help them do their best. It is so important to have policies and procedures that will encourage your clients, your associates, your employees, whoever it is, however your structure is, to perform to the very best. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to cripple them because you don't have them set up to win pretty much, you know, make sure you set them up to win and not to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, you want them to excel at whatever they're doing and you want to set them up to excel. So 
right? And you know, with that, it's important to get to know your employees. Mm, you know, yes. know what motivates them. Um, you know, so for some, it's it's getting some kind of recognition or or you know, getting an award or or you know, kind of making a big deal out of something that they've done. For others, it's just a pat on the back, and it's hey, great job keep it up, you know, those, those motivational things. And, and you can really, you know, look at this and say, well, this kind of ties into to the number one thing that we were talking about was, you know, developing personal characteristics that exhibit you in your business and having that positive attitude. Um, employees don't want to work for someone who is only ever talking about the negative things and, oh, well, this needs to be better and that needs to be better and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. It's celebrating those successes and and celebrating in ways that they want to celebrate not in how you feel like it should be celebrated absolutely and you know a successful owner they view their associates as their most valuable as asset and resource so yeah. they're important i mean they can make or break your business at the end of the day yeah, especially after you've built a business mm -hmm. that you've needed to hire employees you know so you had that need to hire employees then you know, the most important thing is having employees that want to be there, that want to work for you, that want to uh, be successful because they, they have a personal investment in the business themselves and they feel like they're a part of that success. Absolutely. They want to feel like they're part of the team. Um, but part of that structure should also be as far as discipline. Um, you want to make sure that you have discipline set up for those who deviate from acceptable behavior because if you have somebody getting away with not doing what they're supposed to, it's going to affect other employees. They're and be consistent with your discipline. Right. right. Yeah. Don't, uh, you know, give one set of rules for one employee and, you know, now obviously there's maybe a little bit of gray area there for different personalities, but, you know, there's also some major things that if it hinders the, the success of the business, then you have to be success. You have to be consistent across the board with your discipline, what it's going to be. And it fit the punishment fits the crime. Right. And then you need to make sure that any positions, tasks, duties, or responsibilities are defined and communicated so that they know what they're expected to do and how they're expected to act. Yeah. Set those expectations up front. Exactly. You know, I think it, what's interesting is, is, and I think a lot of us have worked for companies that they send out these employee surveys and and I think we've all have, have been in positions where we're taking this survey and the que a, a, a very common question on these surveys are, uh, are, your, are you, uh, what kind of understanding do you have of the job that you're doing? Or, or is the, ex is, do you have a clear understanding of the expectation of what you're supposed to be doing? And, and I, at least I know from personal experience in my past that there's been times where I have not been able to say I strongly agree with this this sentence, you know, because you know my superior hasn't really defined exactly what I should be doing each step of the way. Mm -hmm. You know, they've kind of maybe they've given me the end result and say, okay, this is where what needs to happen, but haven't said, okay, well, you need to start here and. You know, so, and that's maybe the kind of personality I have is that, okay, I need a step-by-step -step instruction on what you're, what you're expecting me to do. And there's others that, you know, you give them the goal and they'll figure out how to get there. Right. 
Well, and that's where training and job enrichment programs and incentives all come in handy, you know, to help coach those people along the way Mm -hmm. so they know what they're supposed to be doing. But you're not going to know unless you take the time to personally invest in each of your employees in a, uh, with that one-on-one time to understand who they are and what makes them tick. Well, and I feel like if you put that time into those employees, they're more likely to be long-term employees because you took the time to make that relationship. You know, if you really get to know them and take that time, I can't remember how the quote goes, but appreciated people always do more than is expected or something like that. And it's true. It's if you feel like you're appreciated and you're valued and your boss is taking time to get to know you, you're going to do more than expected and you're going to stick around. So. Sounds good. (laughs) I like it. You like it? I like it. That's good. That's why I stick around. (laughs) Yeah. Because <laughs> I took the time to get to know you. Yes, you took the time to get to know me. Yes. And I, I, I you feel valued. I, I feel valued and I understand what is expected of me. So. <laughs> I'm glad you got that figured out. Uh, so what's number four? Number four is have an operational support system that is used to track performance and re- relieve senior management of daily detail details, yet supply them with critical data to manage the business. So in short, or to, to kind of simplify that, is give your people the tools they need to be successful. Right. And to know how to measure their success. Right. Right? Exactly. Is that what we're trying to say here? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much some kind of a manual. Um, you want to make sure that you're giving the owner more time to be strategic thinkers. If you have a system set in place, you don't have to worry about micromanaging everything. You have more time to do what you need to do. So So it's kind of like saying, I want you to dig a hole, but I'm not going to give you a shovel. That's probably not, but this is telling, yeah, that's the opposite of what this is saying. The (laughs) the objective of these systems is to support and make efficient management, um, of all the activities and organization. You want everything organized, a plan for everything. So you're spending less time micromanaging. You should be able to go away on vacation for two weeks and not have to worry about the place falling apart. That sums it up. Again, going back to episode 10, (laughs) (laughs) when we talked about having a business coach that can help you you uh, put together these processes and these these plans um, to help your business run as if you were there when right. you're not. And if yeah. you have these systems set up right, the tracking of them, there's going to be data and it's going to show red flags before problems become unmanageable. So really it's preparing for the worst case scenario. You don't want to wait until the building's on fire to realize there's a problem. We don't want to wait until squirrels are running around on fire with their tails on. How'd you say that? Squirrels are running around <laughs> with their tails on fire. And only the business coach can put it out. And all, all they have is a fire extinguisher. Yeah. to save them. Is that what we said last I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll have to go back and listen. We will. Yeah. Have to listen to our own episode. All right. <laughs> to know what we even said. We probably said. should be saying, doing that anyway, but you know. Yeah. yeah, well. But anyways. Greg's the only one that we punish to have to listen to it twice. <laughs> he just shakes his head and laughs. Yeah, you have right. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff. So th- that was... Four ways to invest in the success of your business. Yeah, and they're good ones. I mean, we could get more detailed, but it kind of sums it up. Um, as always, if you have any questions or would you like to talk further on this, you can always reach out to us. We're happy to answer questions and emails. Um, info at providentoak.com. 
right? To, to email. Yep. Yep. To email. Check us out on Facebook. Yep. We have two pages on Facebook. We, we have, do. We have the Noise Reduction Podcast, and then we also just have our Provident Oak business page as well. Yeah. And you can reach out to us there. LinkedIn. Um, We're both on LinkedIn. Yeah. But it's better to message you on LinkedIn because I don't ever check LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. just to be fair, if you want a response, message Nelson on LinkedIn. So. Sounds good. Well, we thought this was some good information, especially right now. You know, this is a, a great opportunity. And what we've noticed is a lot of people are reevaluating their plans um, personally and for their business. Uh, whether or not it's still the right plan for them, if there's some tweaks that need to be made, what ways can they enhance um, the probability of success uh, in their plan. So, you know, the, we thought we'd just give some tips on uh, for business owners and how they can uh, you know, ensure the success or help to ensure the success of their business mm-hmm. and, um, and also make their lives a little bit easier, hopefully. Well, right now, some of us are, you know, locked at home or their business can't be open and they're trying to, you know, twiddle in their thumbs, figuring out how can they better their business? Well, you know, maybe this is the time they needed to put that operational manual together, or this is the time they can come up with the training exercise for employees or, you know, make the most use out of this time. So, but keep a positive attitude. Yes. I think the only business out there that has been successful with having a negative attitude. Grumpy cat. Okay. Two. Two businesses. <laughs> I don't even know if Grumpy Cat's a business, but well, Grumpy Cat had a movie, so they, they're successful. Okay. The one that I was going to say okay. is the media. Oh. But we won't get into that. They're the only ones that like to be negative all the time. That's true. And be successful. That's like Grumpy Cat with ads. I would never watch a Grumpy Cat movie with ads. I can't say I saw the actual Grumpy Cat movie, but... That's a whole other. It was talk. good. Was it? Grumpy Cat's not even around anymore. I know. There's but, another Grumpy Cat, and it's Scary Cat. <laughs> That's not Grumpy. That thing's scary. That is scary. I can't remember its name, but it's I, scary. Yeah, I remember. Uh, just Google the new Grumpy Cat. I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah. It looks so mean. It does. It's it, not Grumpy. It's mean. Looks like it's gonna bite somebody's face off. But anyways, it probably will. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. At least, yeah. But anyways. It looks like it would. So thank you for joining us for episode 11. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, If you have any ideas for things that you would like to hear, please, by all means, we're open to ideas. Uh, Let us know. Shoot us an email and say, hey, can you talk about this a little bit? If you want to hear more of my opinion on Grumpy Cat and the new Grumpy Cat, just let me know. (laughs) And less Joe Dirt. Less less Joe Dirt? Yes. That is actually where my other quote was going to come from but anyway anyways we're, we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll forget about that so thank you for listening right, thanks and for listening y'all have a blessed day we'll talk to you soon bye bye